Hello, dear listener. What you're about to listen to is an adventure told by six friends at a kitchen table. The game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but the story we're telling is something that we create together every week. Each person at the table plays one main character in the story, except for me. I play the supporting characters and villains that the real players deal with. The things we say and the choices we make are improvised. Our audio quality, editing, and music get way better over time, and our priority is always to have fun at the table. We also sometimes get creative with the rules, so this is by no means a guide on how to play D&D the right way, whatever that means. Our campaign story starts out in an oceanside city called Lamplight Landing. The main characters in our story, starting from my left, are Holly Hyacinth, a hard-working witch and business owner who makes enchanted shoes, Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon, a gnome journalist and cleric of knowledge at the Great Librarium, Tibio, a young gnome necromancer riding a human skeleton, a kobold warlock named Snack, who owns a genie in a magic lamp, and Uli, a half-orc sorcerer who pretty much only uses her magic to punch. Just a note for new listeners, the players had a chance to buy some minor magic items before we started recording, so be on the lookout for those. Thank you for spending your time with us. We fully understand that you could be listening to anything else right now, and it means a lot to us. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. We find ourselves in the port town of Lamplight Landing. Uh, The five of you, for one reason or another, have decided that your fate is to become a volunteer deputy sheriff under Sheriff Tandy. Your duty is to find the Nightmare Wizard. You have three days during which this town is under full lockdown. You've each been given special badges that allow you special privileges and exceptions within the city limits. Your mark is a wizard who only comes out at night, uh, causes uneasy feelings and fear, anxiety, causes people to have bad dreams, and those bad dreams have been manifesting at night into uh, damaging and uh, terrifying events that are happening in real life. couple days uh, you guys have each taken uh, a little paper strip off of the bulletin board that was looking for uh, (laughs) volunteers Uh, you have passed a not so difficult screening process and the five of you and one other uh, have been selected as volunteer deputy sheriffs Um, you are all standing on the docks of lamplight landing sheriff tandy stands before you Uh, at the end of the row uh, is a man who introduces himself as emery gray uh, he is a uh, human in his early 30s with wavy blonde hair and a longsword strapped to his back. Um, he stands with the posture of a hero, uh, but doesn't have the scars to prove it. Is he attractive? Uh, he is conventionally attractive and well-muscled. He's a six. <laughs> Fair enough. Are we, like, all just kind of meeting for the first time? Like, yeah, um, okay. so... Let's see. Right, let's everybody roll initiative. Fourteen. Seven. A dirty twenty. 
Dirty 20. 19. Holly got a 15. Okay, so that would be Snack with a 7 is the last one to arrive uh, to this lineup. Um, so the uh, the five of you, including Emery, are standing at the docks, and uh, Snack, uh, why don't you give a description of yourself and a little bit of what you're about. What time of day is it? Uh, it is early morning. Okay. Um, so Snack uh, walks up um, very cautiously and has his uh, hood um, well over his face uh, and is kind of like holding it with his hand to like lift it so he can kind of peek and uh, 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 flinches at the bright uh, morning light um, and uh, walks up to the rest of the party here. Um, Soon-to-be party. And so Snack is a kobold, correct? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, so uh, you stand up in line, and uh, Sheriff Tandy uh, kind of takes a few loud steps on the boardwalk over to you and uh, grabs the top of your cloak and uh, pulls your hood back a little bit. Ah! She says, good evening. Good morning. <laughs> I'm new to the surface world and I have this straightened out better than you how dare you how dare you do this to snack you're the last one to arrive and typically that would mean that I wouldn't need your services at all mm. you'd be quite foolish and why is that little one because I am powerful so powerful you can't even stand the sun and uh. she uh, pulls back your hood a little bit more mm. alright I uh I jump hey, back. leave him alone. You know, lizards are very sensitive to the light. Um, and Holly's going to step between them and try to, like, protect Snack a little bit. And then she's going to, like, pet her chameleon. And the chameleon on her shoulder just, like, nods. Like, yeah, you back off. <laughs> uh, Holly, why don't you describe yourself a little bit? Um, so Holly is a human, a medium build, um, probably, like, five, five, six, five, seven. Um, and she is, uh, has short pink blonde hair and a little chameleon familiar named Henri on her shoulder. Um, and kind of is wearing like worker, like I guess early 1800s, if you kind of imagine like a high neck uh, dress with long sleeves and little puff shoulders and then a worker's apron and some nice boots. So she's kind of just in her plain worker's clothes for today, which is what she wears most days. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff Tandy takes a look at the chameleon on your shoulder and says, uh, I've got a couple of lizard people here. How dare you, oh. <laughs> lizard people? We soon-to-be dragons are not to be compared with these belly-dragging ingrate creatures. Are you talking about the chameleon or the rest of your friends? Mm. Are dragons not lizards? What? Dragons? Lizards? No. I... Dude, dude. Hey, let's not get caught up in all this taxonomy. Who's a lizard? Who's not a lizard? I mean, they've got I, scales. I agree. Okay, let's have just a little bit of order here. Um, little gnome fellow, what's your name? Me, the little gnome fellow? You, the little gnome fellow. Uh, you can call me Bert. Engelbert F.F. Witcherspoon. At your service. <sighs> Didn't I read something? Thank you for your I suggestion. hope you did. Hmm, was it the... Maybe in the Tildry Times? No, it was a, a short report. Uh, the Snapdragon Incident. Was that you? Oh, that's one of my favorites. Indeed. So we have some a little bit of notoriety among us. And uh, who else have we? Uh, you there, little man. <laughs> Scrawny fellow. Hello. Um... Hello, uh, 
What's your name, young sir? Uh, my name is Tibi Ophemer. I'm so happy to be able to help you all. You, you certainly sound like it. And um, well, what is it, uh, Tibio, that you're, uh, would you say, bringing to the table? Uh, I'm a necromancer, so I can help with the night wizard. Uh, there's a, a little bit of a long silence as she just kind of <laughs> does a long nod. Okay, so... Tibio's like nodding like, I can, I can help. Two lizard people, a report, and a necromancer. And, uh, okay, the only one I'm familiar with is, uh, Uli. Good to see you. Yeah, same. So you're going to help with the investigation. Do you have a problem with that? I just want to clarify, this doesn't mean you can punch everyone in town who you think might be... You gave me a badge. Oh, that's not what the badge is for, Uli. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it solves your problem, why? We had an understanding. Mm. And you, you are had not, an understanding. You are not to harass my other guards while you have that badge. Fine. Fine. <laughs> and uh, I hope you've all met Emery. He's a charming lad. Um, met him just uh, earlier this morning. He uh, showed up early and we had a bit of tea uh, before we all gathered. Um, I, I hope you're all as excited as he is to, uh, to make some progress here. Um, to get the day started and to make sure that you don't just wander off and accomplish nothing, I've uh, gathered just a couple leads uh, that you could investigate for me. I have other things to attend to. I am also a nautical captain and not a wizard catcher, as it were. Um, so here they are. First of all, as you might suspect, uh, Todd Pole, uh, Uli, you might have heard of him. Uh, Todd Pole. <laughs> Todd Pole, correct. Uh, Todd has been known to use a little bit of wizardry to improve his fishing. Uh, you might find him at the docks a little later today. Um, he's a bit skittish. It's um, cheating. It is cheating, you're right. It's, a, it's an unfair advantage amongst all the other fishermen. Uh, he'll need to be investigated. My feeling is it's not Todd, but one never can be too sure, and he might have a little inkling as to the wizardly happenings around here. Uh, secondly... I've uh, not yet come to trust a uh, new face in town. Her name is Veronica Venus. Uh, She lives up the hill in a little cottage by herself. She's a fortune teller and a a prophet or a mystic or something. Oh, and uh, it would also behoove you to uh, interrogate a few folks along uh, Blackwater Row. Uh, That's our market here. Um, You see, just last night, we saw a school of fish in Blackwater Row. Uh, but they were they were flying, which is why it was different than seeing normal fish. Um, I think a lot of people bore witness to that, uh, but sh- certainly the doings of the Nightmare Wizard, something we should look into, no? Is this not normal for fish to fly? Uh, not, not out here, little one. Well, was the fish dangerous? Um, I don't think they were dangerous, but they gave everybody quite a fright. I wasn't scared. Sounds like you weren't there, Uli. (laughs) (laughs) I just categorically was not scared. I I wasn't scared. (laughs) During that time. Um, um, Excuse me, Sheriff. Um, Uh, Holly, yes. uh, So I was just wondering, you know, being from uh, the librarium, how used 
all the people to magic in this town. You, you make it sound like using magic to fish is not is not looked greatly upon. Well, I mean, in that case, most fishermen don't have the wizardly gift. It's a little um, uncouth of him to be so flagrant about his magical I mean, advantages. I mean, you know, in in tradesmanship, I mean, I definitely have offered my services as a witch um, and cobbler to many many. Um, happy customers. So I just think that like using magic to improve your your status or your level of workmanship, no matter what you do, is a worthy, worthy cause. Well, they may do things one way in Tildry, but that's not how they're done here. Magic is just another tool. I agree, Holly. This is too philosophical for 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. What can we do? <laughs> So what you're telling me is the people, they don't look happily upon magic usage just kind of in the normal day. Uh, it's just weak. Yeah, I, they, well, not weak. Really, they, um, it's weak. They're just mundane, is what you're telling us. Most of them, yes. And, okay. and it's not that they've not heard of magic or not seen it, but uh, they're a bit skittish, yes. And uh, especially with things that have been happening lately, uh, everyone's sort of suspecting everyone. Has anyone been hurt in the Nightmare Wizards um, shows? Uh, a few people have been tossed from the docks, um, a few splinters here and there, a twisted ankle, but nobody's been killed. Okay. It's mostly property damage and anxiety. Bert, I feel like I, I'm, as a reporter you should be asking these questions, but I was just trying to help. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so it's really just uh, flying fish that's kind of the extent of the crimes we're seeing here well that was just last night but there have been reports of tentacles breaking through the boardwalk and crates gone missing and uh, boats being uh, capsized just out of, out of the water here and... how do you know it is a wizard well these are magical effects of course it's a wizard I mean other people can have magic, I guess. We will kill these fish for you. Yes. <laughs> Someone's going to have to fill him in. Uh, I unfortunately have to go. Uh, it was great meeting all of you. Um, Emery, I, I trust you to uh, do some good here and help lead these people. Oh wait, 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 wait! One more question. Oh, yes, what's, Holly. Uh, it wasn't on the it wasn't on the posting, but um, what is the pay for the job if succeed if we succeed in catching the nightmare wizard? Uh, well, um, it did say volunteer. Uh, yes, yes, <clears throat> but um, I think we're all here because we assume there'd be a reward of some kind. Let's talk reward upon your success and not get hung up on it now. How's that? Um, I need to know the business terms before I can agree. Mm. That means there's no reward. Well, yes, I know, but uh, is there like a recognition of some kind, a plaque, uh, anything? Of course, she's from Tildry. Well, <laughs> how about this? Uh, meet me back tonight at the Tangled Jib Tavern. Um, that's where we can discuss your findings for the day. I'd be happy to buy you a round of drinks. Um, I can give you a stipend. Uh, we'll say ten gold pieces for your work today. Each. Each. Or a piece. Each. Okay, very good. These are agreeable terms. And uh, if it if it happens that you catch the nightmare wizard, then we can talk terms. Sounds good. I might have a little more leverage with the uh, town governance. 
All right, let's do it. The chameleon like nods on her shoulder. <laughs> uh, um, Tandy pull out, pulls out a little uh, pocket watch and uh, barely glances at it before she looks up at you and gives you a curt nod and says, uh, I've, I've got to be going. Um, I, I hope to see you all tonight uh, in good health and good spirits. Um, good luck out there. Um, Merci. All right, Sheriff, what better time to search for a wizard that works at night than 8 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> she says, get an early start on the day. <laughs> well, if uh, none of you are going to take the lead here, I think I might. Oh, no, I've got this. Oh, you've got this? Yeah, I've got this. Okay. Um, can't help but notice, uh, little thing, you didn't bring a weapon. Little thing? Yeah, you've got about three to four inches on Emery Gray. Yeah, I'm 6'5". Yeah. <laughs> and really buff. Yeah, yeah, he's just talking down. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to stand over him and glower. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. the right word. Yeah. Uh, do you want to try to intimidate him? Oh, yeah. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Dirty 20. Ooh, okay. Um, he... Uh, you can see his jaw muscles kind of flex as he closes his mouth tight and he just meets your eyes and he just gives you a nod. He can't think of anything else to say to you. That's what I thought. All right, um, I think we've heard enough from you, smart guy. Uh, where do you think we should start early? Um, let's go to Blackwater Row, check out where these fish were that I definitely wasn't there for or scared of. I think we, uh, sounds good. I think we should check out this Todd Pole fellow afterwards. Yes. See if we can match some fish to his description. Or I could take um, the, the little, what's your name again, little guy? Snack. Snack. Um, maybe Snack and I can head down, you know, just to save time to see if we can find Todd Pole. Um, and then you guys can head, we'll meet you over at Blackwater Row after we try to find him. Does that sound good? Yeah. Can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. What is Blackwater Row? Uh, it's just, it's a market. Um, so it's just kind of a, a long boardwalk that's split into two lanes of traffic that has um, like shacks and, and kiosks and vendors on either side. Okay. Is it like, like your typical fair? Uh, yeah. It's also got kind of like things from far off lands being that it's like a port town here. Um, they've got uh, a good handful of magic items, rarities, expensive things, but also your daily necessities. Okay. And I, because I'm from this town, I would know that. Yeah. All right. You step down onto a long, straight boardwalk with shops lining either side. Down the middle of the boardwalk is a gap of open water protected by a wooden railing, which divides the row into two lanes of traffic. Um, so if you can picture that in your mind's eye, uh, but there's sort of a water hazard running down the middle of this whole row. Uh, so it does kind of force people to flow in one direction on either side of the boardwalk. Um, uh, I mean, there's a fence there, so you're not just going to like back up and fall into the water. Um, but there is like a, a five foot open gap between these two rows. Um, so uh, stepping down into Blackwater Row, uh, we've got uh, Tibio, Uli, and... Bert. Um, Tibio is taking the lead here. Uh, why don't you give us a little description of yourself as you walk into the Blackwater Row? Yeah, I am a young gnome man uh, loaded up into a skeleton that I'm riding and 
covering up with a trench cloak so I don't scare the locals. Um, I'm pale with dark hair, and I'm very shy, and I'm very kind, and I'm very much looking to be as helpful as possible and not scare anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, as you as you kind of rattle your way down the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm and not then... wearing shoes, so it's just skeleton feet hanging out there. Oh, great. So just clackety-clackety-clack. <laughs> Clackety-clack. Um, and then uh, right behind you, um, with all the intimidation in the world, is Uli. Oh. Uli, tell us about yourself. Uh, I am very tall, 6'5", and very buff. Uh, if I do say so myself. How many buff? Um, 12. 12 buff. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. Uh, I have, like, greenish gray skin and white hair and ton of tattoos and scars and piercings and stuff. I look pretty scary. Um, I'm a half-orc. And I am very confident in myself. So big, big, big old stride coming down those steps. Yeah, stompy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the boardwalk is shaking. Yeah, and you just hear people kind of muttering, like, oh, Uli's here. Like, Uli's back. Um, and uh, bringing up the rear, uh, skit scattering behind, is Bert. Uh, Bert is... A young gnome man. Uh, I'm. Uh, I've got a big mustache. Um, wearing pretty normal clothes, not too fancy, but not grungy. And I am uh, writing in a large book, which is why I'm kind of um, straggling behind as I'm writing as I walk and just trying to look at where I'm going. Are you uh, taking notes about the area or drawing maps, or what's your deal? Yeah, I'm taking notes. Okay. Uh, have you ever been to Lamplight Landing before? Um, I have not. I guess I've been in town for a couple of days okay. because of the, the uh, NW. Yes, the Nightmare Wizard. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, actually notice uh, in the grain of the boardwalk uh, is a fine white powder. Uh, there's little bits and chunks of it in some places, but a lot of it's been reduced and crushed down into a powder. And that's not normal. Not normal at all. It's it's kind of um, scattered everywhere as, as if somebody threw a handful of something and then stomped all over them. Hmm. That's shady. It's like a white, chalky, very lightweight, crumbly substance. Hey, what are you looking at there? I, I think it might be chalk. I'll pick some up and sniff it. Does it seem like chalk? Uh, no, it doesn't seem like chalk. Is it a bad idea to sniff it? Hmm. Um, I said I did it. So yeah, okay. It. So you sniff it, <laughs> and uh, you get a couple, like, flakes up your nose. Um, it, uh, man, it's kind of bready. Bready? A little bready, yeah. Is Careful, it? Lily. I tried a little bit of that when I was studying for finals, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, flour? Flour? Mm. flour for bread? It could be. Is Does it seem like flour? Is there like... a baker near here? Uh, you guys hear uh, from one of the kiosks, somebody says, um, Are you the uh, investigation team? Who's asking? We, oui, madame, we are the investigation team. Uh... Well, I've uh, got a little uh, information I could send your way. Did you see the fish? Uh, I did. We'll take that information now. <laughs> <laughs> S- 
So last night, I was just about to lock up the shutters. I don't stay open after sunset. And in the twilight, I saw what I thought was a flock of birds, but it was just fish. Hundreds of them, I think, swimming like they had no idea they were out of water, right down the middle of the lane here. See? Right over the water. Oh, were they local fish? Uh, it didn't look like any kind of fish I had ever seen. Hmm. What color were they? Uh, uh, dark? They were dark fish. <laughs> but it was dark out. It was, it was twilight. I caught them in the, in the glow of the sunset. Did you see anyone else out here looking at the fish? Uh, no, no. I, I shuddered up and I just kind of hid until it was all over. And what is your name? Uh, oh, my name is Donna Clark. But uh, I wasn't the only one here. Um, Joe, across the way, he was also here. Uh, I saw him shut her up just when I did. What shop does she run? What shop do you run? <laughs> <laughs> um, I sell bobbers. I sell bobbers. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. So you know fish. Lucrative business. I know fish, and that's no fish I've ever seen. All right, well... Uh... Is there anyone you know in town who might know more about these fish? Like, where, what kind of fish they were, where they might have come from? I don't think they came from the sea, so I think you'd be better off asking people in Tilgy where they came from. Right, thank you. Thank you for your time. Merci. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else? Nope, nothing else to say. Just, uh... Just happy to happy to freely offer up my advice. You've we appreciate a, you've it. You've been a great help, Donna. <laughs> okay, well, have a great day. <laughs> uh, before we move on to the next uh, interrogation, let's jump over to uh, the other docks. Uh, on the other docks, we have Snack, uh, the kobold, uh, Holly Hyacinth, uh, the human, and Emery, uh, the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad to get away from those gnomes. They looked like they were going to murder me. Take your hood off. You look like a cretin. <laughs> Excuse me? How do you expect anyone to trust you if you won't show them your face? They do not need trust. They need to uh, give us information. What, are you just going to bite them? Uh, maybe. Well, they're not going to trust him more if he takes his hood off. And kobolds can't see in the daylight. That's why he's wearing it. How's it getting brighter as we walk this way? <laughs> Because we're walking out on the open docks. Is this, is this as bright as it gets? Oh. oh. I think that's him. I think that's Todd Pole. A man wearing a long, rugged coat and short red beard is untying their fishing boat from the dock and loading it with supplies. Uh, he uh, looks up at you approaching, and uh, he seems to uh, increase in haste and uh, loads a few more things more quickly and uh, seems to kind of call it good and just starts untying his boat so he can leave with what he's got. Wait, wait, good sir, no! And then Holly's gonna run and um, jump on his boat. Okay, uh, Emery is gonna pick up speed uh, right behind you and try to keep up with you, Holly. Snack, what do you do? I jump on the boat, too. Okay, uh, so the three of you uh, <laughs> jump onto the boat. <laughs> Let's all make uh, acrobatics checks to not capsize this tiny fishing boat. Oh boy. All right, so Todd's the saving grace there. Managed to uh, balance out uh, your guys' terrible sense of balance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you do actually kind of uh, launch yourself off the docks inadvertently. Uh, so this boat is actually taking to water a little bit. Uh, you guys are about 15 feet 
uh, away from the docks now, uh, kind of face-to-face on this tiny shipping boat. And he just says, sit down, God, sit down. Holly, Ta- Holly sits. Yeah, sit down. <laughs> I am sitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, sit down. And she's going to pull on... Um, What's my guy's name? Emery? She's yeah. going to pull on him to like make him sit down, too. Yeah, Emery's got his hands on his hips, and then you pull him, and he just kind of does like a backwards jerk and, uh, and then sits down like a scolded child. Uh, he, he is facing Todd Pole directly, and uh, he's pretty much just like mean-mugging him right off the bat, just like grilling him, staring into his eyes. You're Todd, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Todd. Todd, my name's Holly. It's it's very nice to meet you. I'm I'm sorry we we wanted to jump in your boat, but I just didn't want to miss you. It's so it's of the utmost importance for your town. Are you looking for work for the? What do you need? No, no, nothing like that. We are part of an investigation force, um, trying to help the townspeople with the nightmare wizard. Have you heard of him? Uh, did Tandy put you up to this? Um, yeah, I found a, a note and we tore it, we tore off the little tab and. Okay. You know, I'm doing it for money, of course, but um, I do want to Every time help something people. comes up, it's always Todd Pohl. Tandy's got it out for me. Why do you say that? I mean, because I'm a local hero, and she hates it. She hates anybody else getting attention. You're a hero? That's, That's right. so wonderful. What did you What did you hero? Well, two years back, uh, we had a couple of pirates that didn't even try to steal from the fish market up in, near Blackwater. Yeah, but I, I didn't let him get away. You know, I saw him doing it, and I said, hey, I said, hey, nobody takes fish out of this here uh, harbor, like, uh, except, except uh, for me. And I used, uh, well, I'm telling you, I, I used a little magic missile on their sails, and I shredded them up good. Oh, you're a wizard. Hey, sh- 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 yeah, yeah, I'm a wizard. I'm but... a witch. It's so great to meet you. Holly's going to, like, give him a big old, like, handshake, like, oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, God, can we get a few more feet away from the docks before you start in with all the magic Tildry stuff? You are from Tildry, aren't you? Of course uh, you are. Look yes. at your dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, magic is, you know, it's the heart of magic in our country, so I really just, I mean, it's so different here. I'm just not used to it. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's it's fine. But let me clear the air. I've I've got nothing to do with this nightmare wizard crap. Number one, I ain't that powerful. Number two, I don't stay up late. <laughs> Number three, I'm thinking of leaving Lamplight. I mean, he's they're causing so much trouble around here, and I just I don't want to deal with it. What? Why do you think this wizard is doing this to the town or the, their nightmares like what's the point of it all i don't know if it were me i'd be a whole hell of a lot more direct about it if he's trying to cause mayhem he's doing kind of a shitty job hmm. have you ever caught a flying fish before todd i have but that's uh, probably not the story you're looking for this was when i was a teenager and uh there were some uh, illicit substances involved. Um, we were on the outskirts of Tildry. And it was just me and my then girlfriend. Sorry, what were you asking oh. about? Is your. Mm, we need better information, Todd, or this might not end well. And I take out my badge and then I hand it to him. Uh, thanks. Uh, he takes the badge. I um, pull out from my uh, satchel. I have a, a white bud. Oh, yeah. Um, and I look at it squarely. I'm not paying attention to Todd now. And yeah. I, I stare at it and then glance it back up at Todd back and forth. Uh, Todd, uh, Todd hands the uh, badge to Holly, and it grows a petal. Holly <laughs> takes the badge. What's the badge look like? Sorry. Uh, it's the same one that you've got. Uh, each of you were just given a, a sheriff's deputy badge to, oh, to I flash didn't, if you needed to. I didn't realize that we got uh, one of those. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but 
Yeah, he he, he kind of understands that uh, Snack doesn't really get it and just kind of hands it off to you. Holly pins the badge um, on her chameleon. She's got a little... Oh, God. The chameleon... No. <laughs> the chameleon has a little handkerchief on today. Okay, And cool. she just puts it on the handkerchief. Okay. <laughs> Sheriff Henry. Deputy Henry. Todd. The, the other human we spoke with said you casted other spells to help your fishing. Yeah, I got a little, uh, little you know, hunter-gatherer magic going on, but uh, it's nothing illegal. Where do you get your powers, Todd? A wizard, perhaps? No, from my dad. From your what? My, your dad? my father. My, my, what do you call it? Brood mother? I don't know. Excuse me? I, <laughs> I stand up on the boat. <laughs> You're not any taller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I didn't want to incriminate myself because this is only going to put me in hotter water than I am now. I was in Blackwater Row last night, okay? And I saw the fish, but I had nothing to do with it. Okay? And I'm telling you this because you got to trust me that if I would give you this, why would I, why would I make myself look closer to the crime, okay? I'm telling you, I was there, but it wasn't me. Well, what else did you see besides the fish? I mean, I didn't see anybody, but those fish were not fish, I'm telling you. They were, it looked like a bad drawing of a fish, like goofy all, you know? It's like not real. Did it smell like fish? No, nothing like that. It smelled like, you know, like a thunderstorm, you know, like when wizards are waving around big magic, that kind of stuff. Mm. Are there any big wizards in town? Uh... No, I'm about as big as it gets around here. What about Veronica Venus? Not a wizard. Is your dad a genie? <laughs> <laughs> um, Snack, that's not an appropriate question uh, right now. Your okay. dad gave you powers, yes. My dad taught me some fishing magic, yes. I look at uh, Holly. I think we'll let you live for now, but can you take us back to the... the... the sturdy ground yeah uh hey there big guy why don't you uh make yourself useful here and uh emery like without taking his eyes off of todd just like grabs both oars and starts <laughs> rowing them back to shore a little bit snack uh hops down and um sit next to holly and um leans in and says should we let him live though i i think it's safe to let him live for now but we'll revisit tonight it seems that Todd and Emery do not. They see eye to eye a lot. We can't start killing things. We're just deputies right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, you see Emery kind of uh, still glaring at Todd a little bit, uh, reaches into uh, what you might assume to be Todd's kind of lunch pack and uh, grabs an apple out of it, takes a bite and throws it into the water. He says, don't make us come back. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> <Memory> sucks. <laughs> Can we uh, get back to shore and then go try to black go to yeah, Blackwater yeah. Row to find the others? Yep. Okay. Uh, so you guys get back on the boardwalk and start heading there. Uh, back at Blackwater Row, uh, you guys have been told to go visit uh, Joe. Joe, the elixir salesman. What do we think, folks? Uh, Uli, I did not understand. Did the woman Donna... Did she want money from us? Yeah, they all do. But why? Because she thinks that she gave us something expensive. I don't know. Uh, okay. 
I, it's fine. Okay. Don't feel bad about Should it. Should I go back? No. Okay. Do not. Don't go back. It's free information. <laughs> if she didn't ask for a price right away. Elixirs, anybody? Hey, Joe. Hey there. Hey, you. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Good, good. Need a little pep in your step today? Nah, not today. Sorry. Uh, we need to talk to you about the fish. Oh, absolutely. I heard so much about that, and I saw so much. Yes. Why don't you tell us what you saw first? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, For an old friend. Sure, sure. You know, guys, <laughs> I'd love to help you, but uh, it's been a slow morning. You know what I mean? No. Look at my shelves. Haven't moved a single elixir. It's only 8 a.m. <sighs> it's a darn shame, isn't it? Yep. Fine. What kind of elixirs you got? Um, Uli, why don't you tell him? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fishing elixirs? Uh, no. It's usually for the, uh, the intimate kind. <laughs> Secret elixirs. We got some other stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by int intimate? Uh, oh, we don't have to get into <laughs> this right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You there, skinny little thing. Come here. H Hello. Yeah, what's your name, friend? My name is Tibio. It's, it's nice to meet a friend of Uli. Tibio. That's a fantastic name. Tibio, I feel like you could use a little more confidence. Mm -mm. I'm pretty comf Tibio, comfortable. Here, why Tibio. don't you take a little sample of this? No, no, no. no. Hey, leave, leave off him. What is the sample? Hey, you could let your friend make their own decisions, right? Uh, Tibio. Tibbs? Can Wait. I call you Tibbs? Here you go. Doesn't that smell Wait. nice? Take don't, a look at this. I'm going to... smell very good. Tr don't take potions from strangers. He is your friend. A uh, yeah, friend. Here, I'll take a little bit myself, and then you can take <laughs> some. Look, pal, we're here on official sheriff business. You can see the badges. Hey. Very shiny. What's the rush with the conversation, okay? I could have you arrested for obstructing justice. Ah, oh, Uli. I, the badge says it all. Oh, they did give you badges, huh? Mm-hmm. Gotta respect the badge, pal. I take out my badge and I show him. All right, all right. I have one, too. Look, we got a lot of people to talk to today, so... Just tell us and what I'll you buy saw you with drink the later. Well, send some people this way to make up for it. But here's the long and short of it. I saw somebody last night uh, at the end of this row right here, right about the time the fish came around. I was uh, looking across the street at Donna, you know, trying to see what she was going to make of the whole thing. She shuddered up right away, and I kind of expected that. But uh, a second later, in this light of the sunset and all the fish flying by, there is someone standing here. A, a cloaked figure, definitely a wizard, definitely from Tildry. Uh, had a wand in each hand. I don't know what he was planning to do with those, but uh, I never seen somebody use two wands at once before. How do you uh, how do you know they were from Tildry? Oh, nobody's got robes like that outside of Tildry. This was uh, from your own home that you saw this. That was from right here. Okay, so you were still out uh, selling elixirs, trying to. Was there were there many other people out on the street? It was pretty close to closing, and uh, you know, at first sight of the fish, most people fled every which way. 
It seems like everyone in this town is pretty quick to uh, retire to their homes. Maybe they're scared of this nightmare wizard? Uh, they've been at it for a couple weeks now. It's a standard protocol to clear out when things get weird. Monsieur, do you know fish very well? I'd like to think so. Were they the were they local fish? Uh, no. Now that you mention it, they were weird fish, like um, like a dream, you know. Like a dream. Like big weird eyes. Madame like... Donna said they were dark and not from here. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Very helpful. Thank you. Do you... Has anyone shown up wearing robes recently? Um, I think I saw somebody in a really nice robe earlier today. Not a robe, but definitely clothes from Tildry. You know, kind of like fresh off the boat like she'd never been to a harbor before. Actually, oh, holy crap, that's her right there. And uh, Holly Hyacinth uh, walks up with her crew. Oh, no, she is another deputy. There you are. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, We had a lovely talk with our friend Todd Pohl. Um, And, yes, he's a great wizard uh, doing his thing, trying to live his best life. And really didn't have a ton of information for us. But we can talk. We can, you know, swap stories later. Hi, I'm Holly. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, what are you selling here? Holly, let me tell you, we've got <laughs> elixirs of every shape and color. What's your ailment, Holly? Holly's like nodding and like very enthusiastic because she's also like sizing up his shop, like with a very critical eye because she's part of a guild that also has craftsmen and sells yeah. um, out of her shop. And she's like, oh, you got the shelf thousand four two four. Shelf thousand. <laughs> the shelf thousand, yes. Um, so yeah, you, you can tell that, uh, that he he keeps a deceptively small stock of elixirs uh, on display and that he quickly swaps them out when they sell to create an illusion of scarcity. Um, you, you actually caught a peek behind and he's literally just got a bin full of all these little glass vials that are just lazily lumped together. Hmm. What is the um, origin of your elix- elixirs? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I set up this shop in, in uh, Lamplight Harbor about 15 years ago. Um, you know, some of my uh, ancestors used to run shops around here, and so we've got real roots. And uh, I gather uh, magical things from all across the land that come in on these trade ships, and I extract their essences and distill them down into these elixirs that'll give you insane magical powers. Who is your son? <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> what yes. was that? Who is who, my son? Who is your son? I don't have a son. Hmm. Okay. Is it, are you my son? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I thought that was going to be a really different day for a second. I know someone's son. They, All right. Well, <laughs> they taught their son magic powers. Yes. They must be powerful to have done so. Yes. Do you know any wizards here that could do such a thing? Um, you're looking to learn magic? No. Is that what I'm getting? Well, I mean, Todd, Todd Pohl... He can who do some his, stuff. Who is his father? Um, uh, Garth, I think. Garth. <laughs> Tim was not prepared to do the family trees of every town. <laughs> yeah, I knew Garth. Um, that is all I have for questions. You want me to write that down for you, Snack? Yes. <laughs> I watch. Uh, I watch. Uh, I try to look over. Uh, sorry, Snack tries to look over. 
Bart's shoulder, mm -hmm. uh, but cannot see. So he um, awkwardly tries to grab onto his pants and pull up to look at his writing. <laughs> oh, hey! What other notes have you gathered? Do we know this nightmare wizard yet? We haven't quite cracked the case it, yet. It looks like a lot of details about fish so far. Yeah, plus this guy talked about elixirs for like a page and a half. Okay. Hey, have I got a sail back there, fellow gnome? <sighs> Could you use a little pick-me-up? Don't. Just don't. I'm plenty picked up, thank you. Ah, oh, whatever. You're all useless. You're all deputies, aren't you? What is the point? Get out of here. <laughs> um, wait. Uh, Thanks for the hospitality, Joe. Uh, Holly's going to pull out her um, book, pocketbook, and she's going to say, can you just draw a little sketch of what you saw last night here? For me? Uh, I'm not much of an artist, but uh, yeah, sure. Just a rough draft would be totally fine. Yeah, he uh, scribbles up a, a sort of silhouette uh, with two wands uh, kind of at the ready uh, at the end of the market with the, the fish flying in midair. Um, Was it like a humanoid in the image? Yeah, it, it's definitely a human, yep. Okay. Um, uh, as you guys continue down Blackwater Road together, um, you uh, hear a bard. Uh, that sings uh, a couple notes about fish flying, and kind of grabs your attention. And uh, uh, when I you when you bards. get close, uh, she kind of stops singing and smiles at each of you, and she says, uh, "Are you all looking for a song? If it's about flying fish, okay. Yes, I know a song about flying fish. <laughs> Please tell me you wrote a song." Well, I'm more of a poet. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, of course, you know, everybody's got to eat, right? Uli, I, I think this is like before where she's asking for money. This is fine. She's a performer. I'll, usually I'll you cough tip, up a few, a few coins here. Usually we tip after the performance. Um, so uh, Bert uh, kind of offers up a paw with or a, a little gnome hand with two gold coins in it and uh she takes them she says uh she actually puts them on her hat and then puts her hat back on and you can't really tell where the coins went um she uh strums an air lute she has no instrument um <laughs> and says when the daytime crowd departed that was when it started a cloud of gills and scales and fins, a man in robes tall and thin, fleeing folk like panicked fodder, stampeding, receding down Blackwater. <clears throat> Ooh, lost my voice there for a moment. I uh, think I need a breather. Uh, you'll all have to give me a few minutes, uh, unless, um, you know, we can speed things along here. Um... Tibio ruffles in his trench coat, cloak pockets and pulls out another two coins. Like, it's in twos, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, there it is. And uh, she grabs onto the coin, puts them in her hat, and the coins disappear. She says, <clears throat> when the violet sun had finally set, the lonely wizard stood there yet, a wand in each hand, arms akimbo. I watched with bated breath in limbo. A twisting wrist flew fast as hell and produced a most peculiar spell. Ooh, I just gotta catch my breath for one moment. Uh, you know what? That might be all I've got for you. You're not a very talented bard. Oh, it just comes in waves, and, uh, you know, nothing's more inspiring than uh, having a full belly at the end of the day. 
Is there an end to this poem that's going to tell us something we don't already know? Oh, I think I've got one more verse left in me. I will give her one coin. Oh, well, yeah, one coin, that helps. Oh, God, I hate, I hate <laughs> bards so much. Going once, going twice. Oh, fine, you sell a hard sell, but here you are. And then she flips her the other last coin. Holly flips her the last coin. They conjured with a quiet roar, a rippling wave like foggy shores. And so ended the aquatic attack, because all the fish were turned to snacks. Uh, we have a snack. How do you know about me? What? I think it's a different snack, snack. Ah. Oh. But what's this about the fish becoming snacks? Right. Uh, Last night, the uh, wizard person, I was uh, just sort of watching. Um, It's pretty entertaining, actually. Um, But, yeah, he just sort of turned them all into cookie crackers, and they just fell to the ground. It was the weirdest thing. uh, See, you can actually see them. They're all smashed up all over the place. You see those? Uli, the powder we found before. That makes a lot of sense. So this person conjured fish and then got rid of them? Oh, uh, no. He didn't conjure them, definitely. Uh, he seemed a little alarmed and pretty eager to get rid of them. Interesting. So you did not see who who summoned the fish? <laughs> no, I didn't see who summoned the fish. I just saw the guy that turned them all into crackers. Did you eat one of the crackers Yes, next? I thought somebody was going to ask. I did eat some. <laughs> What did it taste like? Uh, they were unsalted, so pretty bad. But <laughs> They're unsalted, and they came from the sea. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I, I don't think they came from the sea, though. Hmm. Where did this wizard guy go? Um, I, that I didn't catch. I uh, was looking at the ground, and are it just there, sort of was gone. Are there any of these cracker snacks still around? Uh, she looks up and down the lane and says, none intact. Where was this guy wow. standing? Uh, just there at the uh, beginning of the lane, or the end, however you look at it. Does anyone know what this black water in the middle of the lane, is this part of the sea from under the docks, or is it uh, from oh. a different source? Yes, that's just the ocean, yes. Okay. It's very black water, that's why I was wondering. Oh, wait, here. Um, here. Okay. She uh, opens up her case, and there's a little compartment. She does have a couple uh, cookie crackers tucked away. She says, uh, I was going to eat these later, but uh, here, here's one for your investigation. And uh, you see, it's a really, it's like a child's depiction of a fish. Nobody eat this. <laughs> Does it look like a goldfish? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I was picturing like some sort of like anime fish cake cookie. Oh. oh. Like probably about this big in the shape of a fish with like little squigglies. It's like it's like the size of like a Swedish fish, but it is a goldfish cracker. Okay, so yeah. very small. Yeah. Okay. Like um, minnows. Yep. Can I go to the spot where she saw the guy and investigate? Yeah, go ahead. I think Holly's going to be just like have her hands kind of behind her back as she walks around the boardwalk and just is checking out all the stalls and like she's just kind of taking mental notes of like good stalls and bad stalls and always like comparing like business to her own business. And yeah. so, um, yeah. Yeah. You can see that, uh, the fashion industry is picking up here pretty quick, actually. Are there any cobbler stalls? Um, I don't think so. There's a lot of places that have to do with like repairing sails yeah. and like, uh, tailoring and that kind of stuff. 
uh, but no cobblers. So do I have this realm where there's basically like a trench of water? Correct. In the middle? Yep. Um, so Snack is going to try to catch a fish while this is all going on. Just to like grab one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can climb over the fence and, uh, and sort of like, you know, hang low and dangle yourself and try to like scoop one out of the water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me a survival check. And so for the investigation, um, you definitely see where this guy was standing. Um, it seems uh, the impact of the magic was actually pretty forceful. You can see a little uh, like bit of splinters around where he dug his feet in. Is there a visible footprint? Yes. Hey, Holly. Oh, yes? Will you come over here for a second? Yes. Holly uh, trots back down the dock towards Uli. What's happening? Think you can figure out what kind of shoes made this? Ooh, a shoe print. Hmm. Uh, Holly, give me an investigation with advantage. Okay, I was just checking to see if I have any spells that help with this. Hold on a second. So while they're investigating, Tibio is, has noticed that Snack has climbed down and is starting to try and catch fish, fish and is very concerned and so uh, is getting closer to try and grab him if he falls in. And Snack, how did that roll go? What, what Snack does is he makes a minor illusion of a small fish floating in the water okay. to try to get a fish to come up close and try to grab it. My oh, cool. survival, survival role was an 11. Okay. Uh, so you excitedly grabbed the illusion and you were just like, ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, with 12. a 21, uh, you can identify that these are a size 10. Yeah, size 10. Skeckers. Oh, Skeckers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen an old skeck of this model in 10 years. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is like old Tildry fashion. And it's like, this is what like, like comfortable wizarding males would wear. Definitely well worn. Hmm. She like touches it um, and then like licks her finger. And she's like, magic was here. <laughs> Not boots of my making. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing you recognize for damn sure that there's no... Uh, Holly Hyacinth mark on there. Uh, you guys have one more lead to investigate tonight, and that is Veronica Venus. So we know it's a male size 10 shoe. Yes. Holly's going to be um, looking at all the people's feet that we meet for the next. Okay. She's like, and even if they're like sitting or under their feet or on her table, she's going to be very awkwardly just be like leaning. Yeah. Like making sure she's like, oh, I got to pick something up to like bend down. So she does this now with everyone that we meet the rest of the evening. Okay. Special foot knowledge. She'll like send her chameleon under the table and then like come back and will whisper in her ear. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all going together to Veronica Venus? Uh, yeah. Veronica. I want to go. You all approach a small hovel at the end of the bridge. Uh, light from inside shows clear activity and smoke billows from the chimney. As soon as you near, a curtain is drawn over one window and then another. Uh, so you guys have happened upon a, uh, a cozy little cottage with somebody that does not want to interact with you. Um, I bang on the door repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so Uli kind of pushes her way to the front. Uh, you all see uh, Emery kind of break away from the group and go around the back of the cottage uh, without a word. Um, and uh, Uli, just as you knock on the door, um, you see the light inside go off. Good enough for me. I force the door open. <laughs> uh, give me a strength check. Oh, not that's not good. That's five. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you cannot get the door open. <laughs> uh, this makes me angry. Uh, you guys hear a loud, like, kathunk uh, from the other side of the house. 
What was that? Yeah, what's that idiot doing now? Uh, and then you hear kind of a small whimper from inside the house. I run around to the other side of the house. Uh, you see Emery is likewise frustrated and had exactly as poor attempt at opening the door as, as Uli did. Oh. Snack reaches into his lamp and pulls out a crowbar. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> sticks it in the door and then with both my feet on the door frame, try to like yeah. r- wrench at the door. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give me a, a strength check for that. 15. Okay, uh, yeah, the uh, you can see splinters, and, and the door is sort of old, and so it's kind of like prying apart as as much as it is actually opening. Uh, and then a woman from inside, you see her hands kind of scramble to undo some of the locks, and then she just says, "Okay, okay, just don't break the door." <laughs> Fine. Uh, so uh, crowbar is still kind of wedged in the door, but she undoes all the locks, opens the doors, and it just bang, bang, bang falls to the ground. <laughs> Oh dear, so sorry about that. Um, after, as everyone's walking in, Holly um, picks up the door or like tries to lift it. Um, and she's like, can you, can you help me with this, Uli? Yeah, I'll um, pop it up. And then I'm gonna mend it with transmutation mending. And I cast it on the door to fix it. Uh, you see, yeah, all the, the splinters and, and uh, little cracks that she had caused in the door and some of the damage that they had just done to the hinges, um, you see are immediately uh, reversed. To the, the, additionally, the brass is all shiny and the paint job is kind of refreshed a little bit. And she takes her apron and just polishes the door handle a little and then walks in. <laughs> and uh, she actually is kind of standing there with her hands on her hips, staring at the door as you all walk in. And she just goes, I did not see that coming. <laughs> well, I, I'm very sorry about my friends here, but you really should have just let us in. Yes, and... Um, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't. I've just been a little fearful. I, I figured this was coming all day. Why is that? Uh, you hear another, like, super loud, like, at the back door. Someone just let Emery in, please. She, she says, please, uh, doors are expensive. Tibio goes to the back door and fusses with all the locks and um, opens the door and says... Uh, salut, Amri, come inside now. Uh, Emery actually kind of forces the door on you and sort of like pushes you back and you, you stumble a little bit. Um, why don't you give me a, uh, yeah, just give me a, a dexterity general check to see if you can keep your balance here. 19. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just kind of like, uh, uh, you take a very unsettling, uh, kind of motion. Um, My skeleton does a little like. Whoop, hop. Yeah. And like the legs go up separately and like don't look quite right. Right. And y- your range of motion is also a little advanced. Well, wacky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you just do some kind of uh, marionette motion uh, mm-hmm. to get out of the way of the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just gives you kind of a strange like up and down like he wasn't the person you he was expecting to see. And he just goes, where is she? Excuse me. Oh. Oh, we're not fighting her. No, sir. No. All right. Uh. Just give me a second to switch gears here. I was, I was ready to go. Tibio is offended and walks away. <laughs> uh, so you guys just hear from the, the back of the cottage, just like, Fortune teller, get in here. And uh, Veronica's standing before all of you in the other room, and she just kind of sighs and says, uh, So what's, uh, what's the rub? You tell us you are the fortune teller. <laughs> well, yes, I'm a fortune teller. doesn't mean I can see the future. I... I knew you were coming, of course, but uh, I don't know what you want. We don't want to have to pay her too, Snack. Uh, you probably do know why we're here, though, Veronica. Because you want to 
pin every tragedy that happens around here on the old witch that lives out in the hut. No. Uh, not... We just want answers. Yeah. I, I haven't got answers for you because I wasn't anywhere near whatever happened in Blackwater, and I haven't been down in town much even these last few days, so you can put it out of your minds that I'm the nightmare wizard. What kind of fortune-telling do you do? I do, I do tarot, and I, I do minor interpretations of people's near future and misfortune and fortune. Any uh, weird fortunes lately? One. And uh, I suspect this is why you're here. I don't want to get anyone in trouble, you see? And uh, uh, she actually kind of like does a little stumble forward as uh, Emery uh, comes out from the other room and just grabs her by the shoulder and turns her around. And she's just like, listen. No, no, no. I grab him by the wrist and I make him back up. Uh, he is going to try to resist you a little bit. Whoa. What kind of roll is this? Um, let's make a grapple. All right. So a, uh, it can be, uh, he's going to use his athletics. 19. Uh, yeah, he uh, ended up with a 12. Uh, so you kind of grab his wrist and turn it like a scolded child. And he's just like, ah, 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 ah. I said I was in charge. Uh, yeah, what have you got to show for it? Answers. You've got something about, what, crackers and, and some guy, some old wizard fisherman? Those aren't answers. Do you know how an investigation works? Well, it's almost nightfall. Back off. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I what mean, time is it? He's exaggerating a little bit, but it's like getting close to dinner time. Okay, great. Veronica? Uh, yeah, you were saying about the strange fortune? Yes. Um, his name was Henry. Henry Muldrift. He, uh, he had a crisis in his future. He uh, was wearing dark robes. Uh, I have no doubt he was at one point a student uh, at the librarium in Tildry, by the looks of it. Um, I've seen him around town, too. He seems awfully paranoid. He keeps a lot of a lot of wands with him at all times. Henry, Henry. Hmm. Hmm. Does uh, Holly know Henry at all, or have seen him around? Uh, yeah, you you've heard the name Muldrift before, uh, the family name anyway. You're not sure if you have ever heard of Henry Muldrift, um, but yeah, they're they're kind of like um, mid-level working wizards uh, of some renown. Uh, Henry, uh, you think at one point was actually an investigator himself for like the court system. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah. He's kind of like a, a, a finder, you know, he goes out to grab people for court dates. Bert, Bert, uh, do you remember the mole, the mole drifts? Uh, I think, I think this Henry might've been part of the courts from Tildry. Uh, yeah, I've seen that name come up in some, uh, registries, I think. And this Henry, is this Henry, uh, he a young kid? He an old guy? Uh, he's, uh, in his early 40s, I'd say. Only came around in the last few days, but, uh, he's, uh, he's looking for someone. What kind of crisis did you, uh, see with your, uh, magic stuff? <sighs> well, please, this is the last bit of information I can give you, and... Like I said, I don't want anyone to get hurt, but 
he showed a family crisis. And I, I don't think it's him, okay? I don't think he's the nightmare wizard, but I think he might know who is. I gotta say, this checks a lot of boxes. Dark robes, multiple wands. Do you think that he is the one who turned the fish into cookies? I don't think so. That doesn't sound like Henry. Well, he matches the description. I mean, if you find him, just, you know, do your due diligence. You don't have to go waving swords around. And she just gestures down at Emery, who grunts. Hmm. I wonder if there were two wizards, because two wands is just very unusual. I mean, you wouldn't want to hold two wands normally. So maybe Henry was trying to stop someone from casting a spell, and that's what people were seeing with the two wands in the air. Maybe if we can find this Henry, do you know know where he went or where he lives? I don't know where he's staying, and the town is on lockdown, so nobody can get in or out, but I have seen him. He walks nightly. Do you have any totems or um, anything he touched while he was here? Uh, I have things I can sell you. How much? Um, well, he, uh, he touched this tarot deck, which I could, have, of course, part with for Ooh. 35 gold pieces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I forgot how much money I have. <laughs> Maybe we can pool our resources. <laughs> we have badges. We do not need to pay for this. I go to snatch the tarot cards. Okay. Um, that is how these badges work, is it not? She just kind of watches you uh, grab the deck, and she says, uh, Badges? Are you... Yes. Deputies? Yes, that's right. Come, oh. come here, lizard. And I point at Holly's lizard, who has my badge <laughs> currently. <laughs> and I actually... Um, so Snack actually says in... Uh, Liz- like he, uh, I have uh, speak with animals at will, basically. Okay, yeah. So I actually say to the lizard, "Come here." Essentially. Okay. What's the lizard's name again? Henri. Henri. Um. The lizard doesn't respond to you. Mm. The chameleon. I suppose it is a deputy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's uh, above your rank for sure, so it, it doesn't owe you an explanation. Um, uh, you said uh, Henry was looking for somebody. Yes, I believe a family member. Here. Here. Um, as everyone's talking, um, Holly kind of edges closer to Snack, and she is going to uh, either, like, just kind of push him really hard with her foot, like the tip of her boot. Okay. Um, so he sort of stumbles and uh, drops, the, um, drops the deck of tarot cards on the floor. Okay. Snack holds fast onto the deck and sort of, like, hides it closer into his form uh, and keeps it away from you. How dare you, Holly? I trusted you. Why would you push me? Uh, you're going to have to pay for those if you want those, dearie. How many badges do these cost? Uh, how many you got? Zero. I'd settle for 35 gold pieces or 100 badges. <laughs> Is this something we need to actually keep to perform whatever we're trying to do? Well, now that the cat's out of the bag, I was just trying to perform, um, you know, a a little spell where I could use an item he's touched as a talisman to try to locate this person. But everyone is just against me. So fuck it. (laughs) And Holly just Holly just walks off and she's like kind of (laughs) mad. Oh, I understand. I didn't mean to ruffle feathers Um, here. She takes a card out of the deck and then she says, "Ah, never mind. The deck's no good. Missing a card here. Just take this. But. 
return it if you could. Uh, thank you, Veronica. That's very helpful. Sorry we weren't very forthcoming with you. Right, and uh, I just, I hope this, you know, sheds a little light that, you know, not all of us uh, diviners are out to get you. Out to get you in the wallet, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Tibio uh, takes the deck and brings it to Holly because Holly has stopped away. <laughs> Holly, I have, I have the deck of cards for you. She said we could use them. Oh, well, finally, someone with some sense. Can't try to get anything done around here. <laughs> Thank you. And she takes the tarot deck. Um, so we have to wait one day because I did not. I need to just do some. Re- <laughs> need to do some research what on this spell. spell? Sure. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a spell where you can locate. Yeah, creature. but it's like third or fourth level. Well, I might need a couple of days. Then I'm sorry. I just was trying to prepare for the future. <laughs> you said you see him walking at night. Yes, he seems to be looking for someone. Where does he frequent? Well, I, I don't make a lot of day trips out of my hut myself, but I see, I've seen him in the alleys a few times. He's uh, always darts out of sight when he's seen. I think we should stick to where folks saw that uh, robed guy earlier, yesterday. Out in Blackwater? Yeah. How do you know about that? I mean, word travels. But you don't leave your hut? No, but plenty of people come here. Hmm. Do I happen to know if the bar we're supposed to meet at is near Blackwater? Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's like fairly close to Blackwater Row. Okay. One last question, Veronica. Snack hops up into the chair at her table. Yes, Here we go. Uh, dear creature. What was your name again? Snack. I will forgive you this slight. Okay, Snack, how can I help you? Veronica, what was it that Henry came to seek? Why was he concerned with fortunes? He wanted to know if he would have success finding his family. And you saw... Crisis. Crisis with his family. Yes. Hmm. I apologize for your loss of tarot cards. And I hop back down. I I did ask you to return them. When when you're finished Uh, with your rituals. Oh, I see. We shall see. Okay. Tibio goes up to each of the party members individually because he doesn't like to be loud. And he says, should we plan a stakeout? Should we wait for the men in the alleys? I think that's a great idea, Tibio. We do have to check in with Tandy. I have one errand I need to run first. I need to go back to Todd Pole. I think he can help us. Uh, out on the docks, uh, it is just about sunset now. And uh, Holly, you are approaching Todd Pole as he's pulling in for the evening. So he's got a couple barrel fulls, full of, uh, you know, ocean fish. And um, uh, he is now tying up his fishing boat and getting ready to, uh, to uh, hike back to the market for the rest of the evening. Hell, Todd. Holly calls across the water to him as he's coming up. Or wait, is he back on land? Back on the yeah, docks? Yeah, he's back Sorry. on the docks. Yeah. Sorry. Um, she comes up and uh, kind of just is like uh, nodding and points out his catch. And she's like, oh, decent haul today? Yeah, not so bad. Sure, yeah. You're a very talented fisherman, Todd. I, I applaud you for your use of magic for um, um, being able to do such a, a fine, proud work. Okay, what do you want? <laughs> okay, so there is something I need. Um, you're not one to be fooled. I should have known better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Todd, I know, I think you've been finding these fish through a spell. Um, am I, am I right with, you know, you've caught one species and you try to use your spells to see where they are. Yeah, got me. Um, so I have a proposition for you to Mm -hmm. help clear your name even further Mm -hmm. of being the nightmare witch. Mm -hmm. Can you cast the same spell on these tarot cards for me to locate tarot cards? Yes. And she pulls them out of her pocket and um, holds the deck up to him. Are, are you asking me to locate more tarot cards for you? No, no, no. I need you to cast your locate spell on these cards to find um, Henry, I think Henry Modriff. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's not exactly the, the spell. You see, it actually works by triangulating the spawning grounds of the fish that you used in the ritual and I, I'm not sure if these tarot cards have spawning grounds um but hey yeah let's give it a try okay thank you maybe just think of um Henry spawning I think, I think he's a human okay yeah I've got that in my mind's eye um <laughs> listen I'm uh, I'm all tapped out for the day and he gestures to the full barrels um, why don't you meet me tomorrow morning and, uh, I'll see what I can do about this, um, this spawning Henry guy. Very good. Very good. And Holly is going to, um, just give him a kind of gesture to, towards a handful of coins. She's going to offer him five gold pieces, just like as a, as a promise for tomorrow. He uh, takes the coins and goes, well, shit, why did I even work today? <laughs> she laughs and then, um, she says, see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. He goes, well, <laughs> and then your instructions were to meet at the tangled jib. Anybody else uh, have errands before that? I kind of want to put Emery in his place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Can we leave Emery behind? I don't like him. Um, so you all have a couple minutes to, uh, not minutes, um, a little time before, uh, the tangled jib to, uh, eat dinner and kind of, you know, you know, relax a little bit and then you'll all meet up later in the evening. Uh, Uli, um, Emery is kind of lurking around you most of the evening. He chose to eat around the same spot that you did. And he, you know, he'll keep like walking up to you and, you know, just kind of sizing you up all the time, but not really starting conversation. Can I help you? Uh, it's just, um, you know, to, uh, strong creatures like us, you can't help but wonder, you know, like where it would really end up, you know, if we oh. had to. <laughs> No, you got me all wrong, creature. I'm talking if we had, uh, you know, fisticuffs. Ah, yes. I can tell you right now I would win. Yeah? With that whole uh, lack of weaponry you got going on there? I am a weapon. Okay, yeah. You want to you wanna put that weapon on this blade and see what happens? <laughs> I don't like your innuendo, but sure. Here. He, uh, in a very non-threatening way, he uh, unclasps his long sword off of his back and uh, it's it's a really broad blade, and it's like it's actually like like the blade might be four and a half to five feet long. It's a monstrous weapon, and uh, he just shows it to it, and he's like, "All right, so this is gonna cut you clean in half." Uli cracks her gonna, knuckles to yeah. cast blade board. Okay, um, he uh, his eyes kind of like flick up as he sees like a little ripple, a little sheen uh, form like tight against your body, and he says. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I was saying, this is going to cut you straight in half. Right. As he's talking, I'm going to, like, duck under the blade and pop, pop, pop right in the face. Okay. Magic missile. Okay. Yeah, so uh, just roll <laughs> some damage on that. All right. So that's three darts. 
And so where a normal sorcerer might cast magic missile at a great safe distance, Uli chooses to cast magic missile on the ends of her knuckles as she drives them into people's faces. Cool. So you can see a little uh, white streak of force and a little ripple on the top of her fist as she just uh, pounds Emery a couple times. Are we all in the tavern? Uh, not in the tavern. You're all kind of um, uh, drifting about in like the food court areas near Blackwater. And these okay. two happen to be near each other. Any of you could have witnessed this. Okay. I've followed them and I'm now ducked behind some sort of pillar or stall or something, but watching intently and like very excited. Mm, okay. So this is uh, nine damage to his face. Okay. Yeah, um, you you can hear him like gasp for breath uh, as he kind of takes a, a few stumbling steps forward, and uh, he kind of like straightens out, and you can see him like feeling around to check if there is any permanent damage done to his body, mm-hmm. um, and then he takes like a he's kind of like quaking a little bit back and forth, and he's like, "Oh, you just messed up," and uh, you can see him muttering something, and uh, you see uh, a little bit of golden glow start to pick up uh, the hair around his arms. And uh, his hair starts to billow a little bit on his head. He's a Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and you can see that his sword is sort of vibrating with a, a righteous glow. Okay. So what I would like to do is to um, punch him in the stomach mm-hmm. as an action. But mm-hmm. as my bonus action, I want to cast Thunder Wave. So uh, as the thunder wave uh, ripples out from you, you see the boardwalk beneath your feet start to vibrate and then explode into splinters, and you both fall into the water beneath. <laughs> uh, Emery is unconscious and drowning to death. I will not let him die. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're kind of like holding on to him underneath the docks, and you see this kind of like crazy world underneath Lamplight Harbor, but it's just rows of stilts that seem to stretch on for miles in either direction. Okay. But there's this whole like underside to Lamplight. Um, and you can actually see that there are some lower docks and a few lights under here. And there are actually some things like underneath the docks. Filing that away for later. <laughs> Gonna um, save Emery. But yeah, uh, Emery's got a good bit of metal armor, and it's really tough for you to stay afloat with him in your arms and keep his head above water. You okay. can you can kind of feel him taking big gulps of water. Okay. Uh, how close am I to like anywhere to climb out? So the thing is, because you destroyed the ground directly beneath your feet, the best you could do is like grab onto a stilt and hold yourself there, but you can't get up anywhere. Um. Was that? I saw. Henri was yeah, a, yeah. Or not Henri. Wow. <laughs> You're not a chameleon. <laughs> um, so I saw what happened and I'm trying to think of. I think everybody video. probably heard what happened by now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's a pretty large crowd gathering around the gaping hole in the boardwalk. Snack was uh, actually, uh, while this was going on, was going around to find the free food that sure. most pubs and places have on the outside of the building in large cans. Uh-huh. Um, so. <laughs> I happened to notice this, and I, I see uh, uh, Tibio uh, looking over, yeah. and I pull out a rope from my um, lamp, mm-hmm. and I run over. Here, use this. What are we doing? Uh, we are saving. We are saving our friends. And um, Tibio takes the rope and ties it onto the nearest pole, and then throws it over the edge and says, "Uli, catch." I'll tie up Emery. Okay. But. I just want you to know that I rolled for a surge. Oh. <laughs> and I rolled a one. Oh, God. So this might do something. Uh, so um, you guys are being assisted by a lot of the village uh, villagers there, and they're helping you pull him out. 
Um, so you guys are able to extract Emery, uh, who is unconscious. Holy smokes, what happened here? Uli and the mean man got into a fight. Pull, help pull, everybody, come on. I can't remember. How uh, he's, he's being heaved out of the water, and the weight increases dramatically as he is lifted out of the water. I cast fireball on myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not trying to well. kill the guy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you'll both take half damage for being submerged. Um, so Emery fails a couple death-saving throws. Um, but when you guys pull him up onto the water, you can see that uh, half of his like beautiful, formerly beautiful face is now pretty badly burned, and he's missing a lot of hair. Um, and you guys kind of like pull him smoldering over onto the edge of the dock. Ooh, Emery. And he's like barely breathing. Oh, no. I can, t- I can take care of him. All right. Uh, you uh, cast down. a healing word on him. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you see him kind of uh, take a <gasps> deep breath and start to sputter water, and uh, he kind of grabs at his face. Uh, what's the actual healing on it? Uh, six. And so someone like you, who is not what you would call a holy man, uh, what is the healing word and kind of what's the action here? <laughs> oh, geez. I guess it's more of a biological, like nature type spell. Yeah, like actual medicine kind yeah. of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I would think that Bert, um, you know, he's got all of this knowledge, all of the truth of the situation. He can really accurately... Uh, yeah, it's sum up it's, it's like Holly's okay. mending spell, kind of. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Just. Um, so yeah, you see uh, some of the the life uh, come back into him a little bit, and uh, yeah, he's got a whole new paint job a little bit. I mean, he's still a little bit deformed and still missing a good bit of hair uh, from the burns. <laughs> oh, Emery! But he's gonna make it. Oh, uh, what happened, bud? Um, before he has a chance to speak, you hear. Clear away! Clear away! I need to see what's happening. Clear away, everyone! Clear away! One of my deputies. What happened here, Emery? What happened? And uh, oh, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Emery just kind of coughs and sputters, and he points into the hole. And uh, you see uh, Sheriff Tandy like look over the hole into the water and sees Uli floating there, covered in char and having <laughs> destroyed the boardwalk. <laughs> she sees you floating there, and she goes, "Badge now." Shit. <laughs> I know we're on lockdown, but you are out of this city tonight. You are not a part of this group. Can we talk about this? No. This is worse than the Nightmare Wizard. Who is this? You are exiled from Lamplight Landing. That's oh, a Sheriff Tandy. Cool. Just take my livelihood and my home from me. You almost killed a fellow deputy. But I didn't. You're out. End of story. And she storms off. There's got to be more to the story than this, right? Right, Uli? You see, hear somebody say, who started the fight? Guy. Somebody else goes, I saw her punch the crap out of him. They were just talking. Mr. Mister Henri threatened her. He threatened her with the sword. He said he would cut her in half. Yeah, that's what I saw too, definitely. He has been itching for a fight all day. He was very rude. He pushed me. Um, do we get to keep our badges? Oh, uh, yeah, she didn't say anything about you guys. <laughs> Does anyone here know Emery or like him? <laughs> you hear a well <laughs> Uli I do not have a badge either <laughs> they have not kicked me out I think we are fine 
Holly um, has finally returned from her rendezvous with uh, Todd Pole, and she's walking up to um, the inn, the front of the inn where the boardwalk is area, and she sees what's going on, and she's just like, oh, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she sees Uli just sitting on the side of the dock, all charred, and walks up to her. Uli, you're being dragged out with the same rope now, and you're just kind of like, you're just like, you're kind of grabbed by your, like, chest and under your arms, and you're just slowly, like, spinning around as they raise you out. A dog looks when it feels ashamed of itself. Yeah. yeah. You've got your metaphorical tail between your yeah. legs. Yeah. Um, Holly's going to go up to uh, her and um, just uh, try to like comfort her a little bit and be like, are you okay? Well, I don't have a job anymore. Oh, I wouldn't worry too much about that. It was barely a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lamplight is my home. Well, yeah, but we can find you something better. Um, what happened? Well, obviously, I kicked some ass. <laughs> I can see and that. <laughs> Andy didn't like it very much. Oh, my goodness. And you ended up breaking the whole boardwalk? That must be a first. No. Not the first time? No. <laughs> You've been under there? before. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I guess it was just one too many times. All right. Well, let's get you cleaned up. So Holly's going to help her up and um, try to take her into the inn to... Yeah, the tangled jib. ...get changed and cleaned up. Uh, do the rest of you go to the tangled jib still? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Snack sneaks in, because usually he is not allowed in. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, just kind of between the feet of everybody else, you just sort of weave your way in. Yep, I'm hi- hiding under the uh, barrel tables and... Yes, yes. ...eventually make my way over to Tandra. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like base to base, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you enter a warm tavern that smells of damp wood and deliciously cooked fish. Patrons fill more than half the tables, and a dull roar of laughter and conversation makes you feel at ease. Sheriff Tandy is at the bar with a number of beverages sitting in front of her. She says, uh, Hello, everyone. Sorry about that outburst. Um, been having a lot of trouble with that one ever since she's been here. That's not the first time she's managed to damage property, and... And uh, Emery didn't look so good. Is, is Emery here right now? No, he's he, he went off to uh, be taken care of by some doctors. Okay. Emery uh, was very rude, and he started the fight. Well, he didn't strike me as the rude type, so I'll have to investigate later. He pushed me. Have you met him? Yes, we had tea this morning. He was nothing but charming. He's a liar. Well, that may be, but time will tell. Um, Tibio... Shakes his head and uh, says that we are supposed to give you all of our, what we've learned for our per diem. Indeed. Uh, what have you learned? And then well, just... first, why don't you grab us dinner and a drink and then we can talk over here. And uh, Holly's going to sit down at a table with um, Uli, still kind of like making sure she feels okay. And then like gets attention of the waiter to bring over some food. Uh, Tandy sees Uli sitting at a table, um, kind of like immediately afterwards. Uli is avoiding eye contact. And she just kind of shakes her head and she says, I mean it, Uli. You're out of here as soon as lockdown is over. I don't, we don't need you around here, okay? We got plenty of dock workers and none of them bust up my floorboards every day. Would you believe me if I said I didn't do it on purpose? I know you didn't do it on purpose, Uli. Hey, Tandry. If we catch this nightmare wizard for you, and Uli helps, will you say you let her stay? 
I'll fix the docks for free. <laughs> It'd go a long way to repair a little bit of the reputation she's earned. We'll see. But Willie, if you cause one more copper's worth of damage in this city, I'll I'll drown you myself. <laughs> wow. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> don't push it, Uli. <laughs> Why don't we get some food in our stomachs? <laughs> so while everyone's eating, Tibio, in a burst of chattiness, describes the day's events mm-hmm. to Tandy and summarizes everything that happened. Yeah. Except for the Todd Pole stuff. But yeah, I'll hop in and share that stuff yeah. as you get to those parts and snack is. Should I do a, a summary? Should I try? Yeah, do your best. Uh, Madame Tandy, today we went to Blackwater Row and we heard about the flying fish and we heard about how the flying fish were turned into cookies. And the cookies. man with the two wands was at the end of the two dock. Wands. And he saved the people from the flying fish, but the fish were not real. They were cartoon right. fish, right. and they were drawing of fish, and then they were cookies on the floor, cookies. and they were stomped into dust, and we found the dust. Uh. And we talked to Donna, and she sells babers, and she says the fish were not local. And we talked to Joe, and he tried to make me try an elixir, but I don't think it was a good one. Mm. And then we spoke to a bard, <laughs> and the bard said that the fish turned into cookies and she sang us a song about the cookie fish. She says fish cookies. And then we said we said hello to Veronica Venus and she says mm. that the man Henry is in crisis with his family. Henry. So there you have it, Tandry. Uh, case closed, I'd say. Well, it's... not quite close. We're, we're still trying to find Henry, and I'm working with, with Todd Pole on, on some of that. Oh, Excellent great. name, that Todd Pole. I love it. Yes. Tell me, did the fish cookies look like this? And she uh, reaches to the bar top, and she pulls up a couple, like, fish crackers that look remarkably similar to the ones that you saw. Oui, oui, madame. Hmm. So. Exactement. Someone who has a great familiarity with fish crackers? Is the Nightmare Wizard? I don't know. Um, at that moment, you guys hear just a small ruckus uh, at the front of the tavern. Um, this is not a, a place where um, young people can find themselves uh, on their own. But you do see a, a little girl, at eight or nine years old, at the front door. Um, and she uh, is kind of doing the potty dance. And uh, the guy at the front just keeps, like, shaking his head and kind of, like, pushing her away. And then she just kind of like actually tries to push past him. And then he's like, no, and just kind of like grabs her and like pushes her out the door again and uh, closes the door to the to the tavern. Uh, can I ask the barkeep where those crackers came from? Uh, I make them fresh every morning myself. You interested in the recipe? I'll sell it to you. Like you bake them? Uh, yeah. Do you have any idea how these ended up outside last night? Um, I pull out the other one we got from the bard. I think it was from the bard. Yeah, sometimes animals get into them. Um, I leave out whatever people don't eat. I'll leave it out overnight, you know, so like the orphans and stuff can eat them. Mm-hmm. So you don't know anything about the flying fish last night? No, I work late here. I wasn't anywhere near Blackwater. Quit pointing fingers. Put that badge away. <laughs> this badge means I can point fingers. <laughs> uh, you guys also see in the room... Uh, a man with sort of wiry uh, black hair 
uh, who's at a table by himself uh, doing a little bit of a, a Strider impression. Um, Strider. Uh, he's got uh, kind of dark clothing, um, <laughs> and he's really just kind of hiding himself tucked away. Uh, is he human? He is human. Holly um, is going to kind of eye him up and uh, take notice of him. And then as she's sitting at the table eating, she's going to like try to look at his feet, his boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you, uh, you kind of like turn and get like lower and a little bit lower and lower still until finally you see uh, the extremely telltale sign of a uh, size 10 Skeppers. Skeckers? Uh, <laughs> uh, Skeckers. I think Skeckers. Holly audibly gasps, and she's like, <gasps> um, When you do that, the uh, audible gasp is matched with the sound of a chair scooting back uh, as he stands to leave the bar. Um, as he does so, uh, you guys start to notice a few drips. I need some air. Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, Uli steps up and uh, walks out kind of at the same time. Um, and as she does, uh, you guys notice uh, a single droplet form from the ceiling and fall to the floor, and it catches your eye. And then another, and you hear a, a sort of slow hush around the bar, hmm. and people start looking up towards the ceiling and sort of, what? What That's in the weird. hell? And uh, you look up, and the bar top is suddenly slick, and uh, what was initially a sprinkle is now a full-on downpour inside this tavern. Everybody's kind of taking shelter and putting things over their heads. Rainforest Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Snack is terrified, and uh, he's worried he's going to... Yeah, he runs out. My chameleon catches a raindrop on his tongue. (laughs) I'm running out, too, to uh, protect my book. Okay, yeah, yeah, you don't want to get that thing wet. Um, so yeah, the three of you kind of burst out into the alleyway. Um, and here you see uh, to the west uh, is uh, the child uh, quite far away, who is at the, uh, the door asking to use the bathroom, uh, quite far away now uh, to the west. And then to the east, you see uh, the man you assume to be Henry Meldrift uh, walking away to the east. Um, and I think next time we will figure out who you're going to follow and how. All right. Perfect. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Mm-hmm.